into the mic. Mm. Let me just. Mm. Uh (laughs) (laughs) What's after breakfast? What's before lunch? It's Austin, Texas. It's weird brunch. Yeah. Have y'all seen the pickle pizza? Yeah. I mean, I like pickles. pickles. I love pickles. I don't know that I want it on pizza. Is what about a banana pepper? That's pretty similar. That's I'm okay true. with those. I fucking love Is it banana just peppers. Yeah, pickles and cheese. I think so. I don't well, know. I didn't investigate it too much. I mean, That's on is me. that what you're gonna order? No, I should have though. Jeez. Every time I yeah. see pickles, a million anything, pickles. Yeah. Every time I see pickle anything, I always think of you, and I just want to buy Thanks. all the pickles, including Thanks. the new craze of like Kool Aid soaked pickles. Ooh, what? Anyone Mm-mm. seen this? Apparently, it's like a southern delicacy. Yes. So you make the Kool Aid, shove the pickles in, leave it like overnight or something, and then they're like bright red and like sweet and sour. So are the pickles already pickled? I think so. And then you put them into mm-hmm. Kool Aid? Yes. Okay, so it's sour sweet. That makes sense. I, I used know. I used to know people that would eat a pickle and then pour Kool Aid on the top of it, or like an icy or mm-hmm. something. Okay, mm-hmm. I get it. Yeah, I had never jumped on that train. Mm. I would though. I'm not opposed to it. I just don't have Kool Aid around ever. Like, oh, this so you true. need Kool Aid? Yeah. Someone send Whitney. Bring me some Kool Aid. A ton of Kool Aid. Yeah. I mean, I haven't bought you a Christmas present yet. So maybe pickles and Kool Aid. I I don't (laughs) want that. Sounds like you want. Sounds like you do. I'll take the pickles. I'll take the pickles. We'll put the Kool Aid somewhere. You get her pickles. I'll get her Kool Aid. There you go. I kind of want to like enter the room like the Kool Aid man though. Oh yeah. How else do you deliver Kool Aid to anyone? Uh, Hopefully not busting through my wall. I mean, I'll you can open the door, door real fast, like Kramer style or something. That's what I'll do. Um, I'm okay with that. Okay, good. Yeah. That's what I'm going to do. Mm. Should we talk about our weekend at all? Because it was super fun. Oh, yeah. Because you did have oh, a yeah. super fun weekend. You got all wifed up. Yes. Almost. Uh, on the way to fun wifed um, Engaged. Engaged. But, yeah. Did anyone attack you at work? Like, oh my god. Yeah. Mommy's yeah. Sweet. Everybody. And then we went to the Do Five One Two holiday party last night, and that was a whole other lots of stuff going on too. So, yay! Everybody, talk about it. <laughs> was that party fun? What they yeah. do? Yeah, it was cool. Uh, I don't know. Just booze, hanging out. Was it, was it at the like event space? No, it's at. Serengade Hall? I don't know how to say it. Oh, where there's that bowling alley in the yeah. basement. Yeah. Yeah, and it's next to it's right next door to Schultz's. Oh, it looks right. like it should be racist, but yeah. it's not. I mean it is run by Germans. Yeah. So. I think that's what it is. Yeah. Like, when I walk in there, I'm always like, Is this okay? And then I just get drunk. Yeah. Every time I've been there at some party. Yeah. You get drunk, you eat a bunch of sausage. Yeah. Brats. It's fine. I didn't I didn't mind it at all. Then you walk out in a white hood. You don't even know what <laughs> happened. Oh, uh, God, I hope not. <laughs> I mean, I don't remember. No. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I do remember. Um, you took that selfie, Whitney. That was weird. I know. Look at this new accessory. Uh, yeah, no, that didn't happen. Um, I'm Lisa Friedrich. I'm Whitney Lamond. And this is our guest, 
Rebecca Cohen. People call me Rebby. Yeah, that's Rebby. <laughs> Weird, Weird brunch. brunch. We said it. We did it. Look us up. We're all over the place. We're omnipotent and constantly listening. <laughs> you Good know? word. I am excited that we got to see aliens this weekend. I know, well, we went to Marfa and there are Marfa lights out there. There are these mysterious lights that come up over the desert at night. And uh, most people think they are headlights from cars. But those people are correct. Are wrong. Are assholes. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought it was going to be more like a haze of like a light that kind of not a being, but sort of like something that could be floating in front of you. But I was severely wrong. Well, the, it's not going to get close to you because you want to touch it or something and it can't handle that. So I guess so. Yeah. Mm-mm. Aliens don't want to get close to humans. No. They're like, y'all Unless are y'all nasty. Test us for. Well, there's a few people that get tested. It's true. They talk yeah, but about they take it them a lot. Up. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're, they're not just they going to come up and be like, yo, what's up? People on an observation deck. Come with me. Y'all, y'all just want to chill for a sec. Cool. Nah, it doesn't Let me get that in that way. butthole. Yeah. Ooh. Show me what you're all about. <laughs> Alien butt. Yeah. But man. I have had diarrhea since I got back from our <laughs> camping trip. That's for fuck's sure. We drank and ate a lot. Yeah. So like every Lots second of, drinking. of all the days. I'm not a puker. I definitely puke out of my butt more. So <laughs> it's it's been unfortunate. But I am glad I got to work from home today. I'm yeah. not a puker. I just puke a lot. Yeah. Hey. I wish I. I don't know. Sometimes I wish I did instead. Just get it all out at once. Yep. I feel you getting it through. Yeah, well, I don't know which is healthier. Puking or diarrhea? Puking or diarrhea, yeah. Probably diarrhea, right? Because what about like the teeth enamel issue? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep that intact. Just ruin your butthole. I I don't know. Is there a pizza car outside of your window? (laughs) I, I can't see. Okay, well, we'll find out in a minute. Yeah, they could be here. Uh, does it say like delivered door yeah but we are on a street with other people so that's yeah, true we were gonna try and do an episode from marfa but uh <sighs> i got engaged, got engaged yeah surprisingly and uh surprisingly i, I never thought it would happen I really to me didn't. <laughs> and then uh yeah so the next day i was like i don't really feel like doing this and lisa was like I know you wouldn't feel like doing this. I'm already <laughs> free next week. And I was like, cool, thanks so much. I, I like your focus. me voice. It's very aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're you're an aggressive, influential woman in my life. Oh, Aww. wow. That was Anyways, sweet. Yeah. I'm going to beat you up later. I know. It's okay. I like it. And then she can just be doing your voice like, I'm going to beat you up. Yeah. yeah. Really low. Do you that's think okay. this is no, funny? Everyone, everyone I know lowers their voice yeah. to do my voice. And that's fine. I've accepted it. I like your voice. I like I like low lady voice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's very sexy. Maybe there's some dude out there right now jacking off to your hot voice. Maybe it's Pete Davidson. Or woman. Maybe it's Ariana Grande. Mm. Maybe that'll, bring them, yeah, maybe that'll bring them. Yeah, maybe that'll bring them together. Look at that. Voice. Uniting distanced people. I don't know. That's what I do. <laughs> That's what I do. 
I do mm. like when my voice gets lower when I'm like kind of sick. You know, oh yeah, wanna, that like, sexy it'll last sick a voice. Longer, but I feel like shit. But I'm like, hey guys. Yeah, <laughs> you sing a lot of <laughs> bass Manilow. lines and mm-hmm. yeah. Nobody knows every trouble. <laughs> every room you walk into, people just start jerking off. <laughs> <laughs> I can't that help would be it. A crazy superpower. No. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awful. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've oh, heard of weird. I remember watching some. <laughs> Some trashy TV show or something. Louis C.K. No. (laughs) But uh, it was about some woman who... It it sounded awful. She just like constantly has orgasms. I... Did you... I don't know what it was. I don't remember what it was, but I remember hearing that at some point. And it's just like... I mean, that would... It would suck. Yeah. Like, it would suck real bad to just constantly like how do you go to sleep how do you do anything like you can't go to the children yeah because you're constantly having orgasm go to the grocery store yeah Mm -mm. don't want to do you just have to stay your ass at home yeah forever well speaking of home yeah tell us about a home story i'll tell you a home story (laughs) so this is the story of uh tyler hadley and his parents. Uh, the story comes out of Florida, of course. Naturally. Uh, Port St. Lucie. It's spelled Lucia or Lucia, mm. but it's definitely just Port St. Lucie. Mm. Nice and Floridian for you. Mm-hmm. 100%. So he did kill his parents. Okay. Uh, and then threw a huge house party. <laughs> God. On July 18th of 2011, uh, this dude went nuts. He took a bunch. Of, so at the age of 10, this kid was like, that's the first time he was like, I want to kill my parents. Like it was one of those where like, if he got in an argument with his mom or if he got grounded or whatever, he was like, I'm just going to kill him. Right. Um, But this time he did it. Uh, And to do it, he took a bunch. He took three ecstasy pills. Ooh. And he blasted a little boozy song called Feel Lucky. Daft Punk? Nope. Little no, boozy. Little oh, boozy. Oh, oh. I no. thought he got a little boozy. I got he it. He got a little boozy. Got <laughs> he uh, should have. Maybe it would have calmed him down a little. And I don't uh, think Get Lucky came out until what? Like 2015? Anyway, sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like Probably. songs old. I'm not as old. Continue. Um. So, yeah, he was listening to the song, took three ecstasy pills to get him psyched up to kill his mom. So, like, he already knew he wanted to do it. Fuck. But then he couldn't do it sober. Mm-hmm. So, he got all fucked up Ooh. on Is ecstasy he an pills. only child? No, he has oh, a brother. Okay. So, he, after he got all fucked up, he took a claw hammer. Claw! <gasps> <laughs> And stood behind his mom for five minutes while she was on the family computer in the living room. Yeah. And so for five minutes, he was like, how am I going to do this? How am I going to do this? How am I going to do this? And just rolling balls. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, he just smashed her in the back (gasps) of the head. Oh, God. After five minutes. I guess it wasn't really all of a sudden. (laughs) Well, Um, I mean, you know. This was like the most premeditated horse shit ever. Absolutely. So then he... Smashes her in the back of the head. She screams like, why? Mm -hmm. And then he just keeps hitting her until she is uh, deceased. 
And then his dad heard it, Mm -hmm. heard his wife screaming. And so he comes out and he's like, they make eye contact for a few seconds. And his dad's like, why? And then he just takes the sharp end of the claw hammer and bashes his dad in. Holy shit. Yeah. So cold blooded. It's super cold blooded. So. Oh, after his dad asked why, he said, why the fuck not? Gross. This kid sucks. So uh, just real quick, R.I.P. Mary Jo and Blake Hadley. Yeah, no shit. So Tyler then posted a Facebook event for this party and nearly 100 people showed up. He said his parents were in Orlando. Um, so he posted this thing on Facebook and people are like, we're going to come. And he's like, don't forget party at my place. Don't forget party at my place. Hit me up, hit me up, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Um, so then it ends up that like a bunch of these party goers weren't even his friends. They trashed the house and he has two dogs at the house. One Aww. of them's cowering under in fear Aww. under his brother's bed. Poor and the dog. other one's like hiding in the shower. Like these dogs are traumatized full-on traumatized yeah Yeah. they also just saw two murders yeah poor doggies these dogs have been through some shit yes and honestly we don't revisit the dogs so i wish the best for the dogs i hope they're in happy homes so then during the party tyler hadley tells his best friend that he's murdered his parents and his best friend's like yeah right yeah fuck you whatever sure cool and then later on he's like no for real and takes him into the garage and shows him like um uh, some footprints or some bloody uh some blood in the garage and he was like yeah right dude like whatever if you really killed him show me the bodies uh-huh. so tyler had taken a towel around uh his mom's head and around his dad's head and drugged them to the master bedroom and put them in there and then covered them with like files and papers and uh pillowcases pillows uh-huh. like just covered them with anything he could find so they walk in and they see his dad's foot and his <gasps> best friend um oh god what's his name oh michael mandel was like oh you did this and then he partied with his friend what? for a few more hours yeah because he his excuse was i knew i wasn't gonna see him again uh what oh, oh, oh like my he pizza's the here pizza's here Go grab your za bra. Okay, I so much to digest. Yeah, so one, it reminds me of this other case where these two brothers killed their parents, and they were really wealthy, and they went out and like bought tickets to the Lakers game, and like there are images of them side like courtside at a Lakers game right like the day after they murdered their parents. But this shit is like, what if what if you have a kid who just comes out that fucked up and you never know, like, are are they going to murder you at some point? Right. My like question is, what really is the motive? I mean, well, just disliking your parents. It just doesn't seem like enough. Well, no, he's obviously severely mentally unstable. Excuse me. Uh, Lisa returns with her pizza and chicken. Yum, yum. A recording Um, ritual. But yeah. (laughs) I know. It's okay. So the last thing you said is he's like, man, 
you killed your parents, but like you're gonna go to jail soon, so like want to party a little more? <laughs> I would have yeah. thrown okay. up and then called the like, cops. No, I'm cool with this because I would be afraid my friend would murder me. Agreed. And then yeah. I would Got run that claw away. Back out. So he, <laughs> sorry, I was like, there's another I know, claw. Where? It's um, in the garage, Lisa. Yeah, no. Like, <laughs> I mean, for really weapons. <laughs> so, oh, weird. Um, it's still in the cooler because we didn't pack it. Anyways, continue. So then he's like, I know, I know this was the last time I was going to see my friend. And then he also was like, also, I didn't see him as a murderer. I still saw him as my best friend. He's do. in love with his best friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what that is. So then. Tyler Hadley keeps telling like random people at the party that he has murdered his parents or that they're dead. And then his story keeps changing where he's like, they're in Georgia. They're in Orlando. They're dead. They're dead. Um, Or they don't live here. This is my house. How old is he? 17. Okay. So still living with them. Yeah. No. No, uh, that's not weird. I was thinking like older, like weirdo. Guy. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, he's still obviously a weirdo. Yeah. Also, what 17-year-old has his own... Uh, right, I right. I, mean, I hate it. Yeah. Bruce Wayne. That's yeah. That's the only one. His um, parents died. I mean, I guess that's how you get it. So then... Oh, I forgot to say, he takes Michael Mandel and he's like, look, all of the cars are here. Like, my parents are not in Orlando, dude. Like... I killed them so Um, he's just like so fucked up and high on adrenaline and real drugs that he's he's delusional yeah and he's telling all these strangers that he his parents are dead and so then this rumor starts the party that he killed his parents but it's not a rumor it's the truth um and he told some of his friends that he was going to murder his parents and then throw a party but no one took him seriously yeah no um they he wanted to have a party and he specifically said i want to have a party while their bodies are still in the house and this one guy matthew noble was like day of he was like do it you won't bet bet (laughs) it's insane so then hadley cleaned up the evidence before sending out the party invite so before he got on facebook he cleaned up the evidence he um wrapped the beaten heads and towels dragged them to the master uh, threw away any piece of evidence he could uh, and buried his parents under everything he could find. His friends thought they saw brown liquid on the computer. So like his friends are over there like, yeah. what YouTube videos do we want to listen right. to? And they were like, oh, gross. There's Coca-Cola on the, it's the like, mom's blood. Yes! Oh, God. God. Old Coca-Cola. Yeah. Like syrupy brown. Blah. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Michael Mandel hangs out for a while and people start showing up after nine and they're there until like four or five in the morning. Well, mm-hmm. Michael Mandel left around probably two okay, because he called the cops as soon as he left. Uh, well, yeah. at least there's that. I yeah. guess. Where did he go? He went home. Oh. He's oh, a well, child. This is yeah. This yes. is the friend. Gotcha. And so the friend calls the cops. The cops show up at 440 and arrest Tyler. Um, he gets, So people are still at the party when he gets arrested? Yeah, dude. Hell yeah. Yeah. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Super fuck this guy. Yeah. Also, I didn't realize how short this story was. So That's okay. It's I'm not sorry. that short. I'll keep asking questions. Yeah, too, man. So then he got two life terms without parole and he blamed his medications because for the last two years, like his mom was like 
he started they started noticing him changing at like 15 mm-hmm. where he started hanging out with the wrong crowd and doing drugs right. and you know being, as you do skipping school and being a little bit more of an asshole mm-hmm. at 15 obviously a huge fan of ecstasy as well yeah three, loves three of them you know one th- night can you imagine <laughs> no i would panic and freak out <laughs> break out <laughs> um yeah i like I don't, I keep trying to, because I mean, I've done ecstasy, whatever. Yeah, me too. But I've never. Three at once. Three at once. I would die. Yeah, me too. I would probably be like someone. I'd have a panic attack. Yeah. 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 But I mean, as kids, I don't know. We don't know how good. She also could like be working up to it like one, a couple times, two, and then like tonight's three. Yeah. Also, like, why are you taking the love drug to murder your this mom? Is true. Mm-hmm. It is a happy. What prescription was he like on antidepressants or like? Yeah, okay. he was on antidepressants. I forgot the name of it. It's something that's intense to right. say. Yeah, but yeah, he was on antidepressants. Um, so at fifteen, they started like trying to help him. So mm-hmm. his parents were like taking him to a psychiatrist and helping him get on this medication and taking him to like rehabs and stuff. But it wasn't working obviously three pills and at 17 he was arrested for aggravated assault and battery before he even murdered anybody but what who he beat up oh probably some random kid yeah yeah so then the reason this kind of broke him or the reason he kind of broke was one he had been planning this off and on since he was 10 and two he was livid because his parents confiscated his car and cell phone two weeks before. So he was like, I'm going to kill him. Like my mom's a cunt. Right. Um, and they have all these like conversations because it's 2011. So right. they have all of this information, all of these conversations. It's insane. Like we were saying, every parent's nightmare is like, Hey, you fucked up. I'm going to ground you. And then they're like, cool. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> Yeah, like, you know, you know, they're going to be mad to be grounded, but you hope just like stormed your room and slammed the door. Yeah. And into that. I was not telling, like, let's figure out. Let's murder. figure out murder. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was telling some coworkers, I was like, do y'all remember this story? And one of them remembered it. And then the other one was like, this is why you don't have kids. Yeah. Because yeah. they're just going to murder you. you. And I was like, God damn. You never know how they'll come out. Rational and- fear. Yeah. Absolutely. Totally rational. Um, so, yeah, he actually was just up for another um, court date, like, yesterday. So, did they find him, like, insane? Or they... He's still trying for that, but the judges are still like, no, dude. This is all premeditated. No. And his brother... Um, oh, yeah, his poor sibling. Yeah, his brother testified against him and was like, he needs to be locked up. Yeah. This dude is not good. Ugh. Mm. So, I, I mean, I would do that. No offense, Haley, but yeah. if you murdered our parents and talked about it and had a party, I would not. I would not support you. No. Uh, that's nuts. And and upsetting. there's like interviews with people that were randomly at the party. Mm-hmm. And they're like, it's like a Vice article that's like, I went to the most fucked up house party <sighs> ever. Of course. And of course, this happened in Florida. Also, if you look up Florida teen kills parents, you get so many Million. results. <laughs> it's 
insane yep. most of them are this guy because this made a lot of news but there's another like there's a few out there that yeah. are yeah yeah this can't be the first time i mean maybe the party aspect is a little unique but well i were in our parents unfortunately to her mom. it reminds me of what is it the party mendez brothers no oh. i think their names are the mendez brothers and menendez menendez brothers yeah who and they killed their parents in like the early 90s and because mm-hmm. they wanted the money but also apparently i think the dad was real fucked up and like molested abusive. them yeah abused them not to say that that makes it okay to murder a bunch or like well i don't know maybe murder your abuser i get that yeah but like they murdered their mom too and maybe tyler felt abused when his mom grounded him from and his car and his took cell phone. His phone god what a, bitch. a hammer i know it's so personal it's that overkill just when did drive come out uh three years ago i want to say that movie got so violent at the end i know i remember being like oh i love frank Goss. whoa yeah <laughs> Lots of blood. What did he just do? Yeah. Ryan Gosling. Like, like, oh, shit. To... I'm so wrong. It came out in 2011. <gasps> oh, my God. September. Oh. When did that happen? Earlier in the year? Yeah. I assume. This okay. summer. June. Well, you know, maybe, maybe he saw like an early release. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he read the script on the side. Yeah. yeah. I'm just kidding. Don't know. But maybe he was a PA. Mm-hmm. Just running around, helping out. He looks like a kid who was bad. Yeah. I I looked him up. He, yeah. I mean, it's always like skinny white, white kids. Yeah. Like Pete Just Davidson. Just being dicks. Yeah, well, let's no, use it for no. Pete Davidson. Uh, he would never. No, I don't think so. He loves his mom. Yeah. And I was about I mean, to say who like doesn't like love him, their mom, but, but there are people guy. out there that don't love their moms, clearly. I wonder... I. I just wonder what that kid thinks now. Like he blames his, his meds. He's like, he my meds made meds. me crazy. Yeah. No, they didn't. No. Yeah. It doesn't You've been talking like about has... it since you were 10 years old. Yeah. Also, were your meds three ecstasy pills? You <laughs> fucking weirdo. <laughs> I hate this guy. Yeah. I hate him too. Please rot in jail. And yeah, it doesn't sound like he has any remorse. No, not at all. If you want to party like on their fucking bodies. Yeah. And show it to people. Yeah. Just well, proud of it. Thank you for that, Lisa. <laughs> oh, anytime. It's a that's a it's a good story. It's a crazy good story. Yeah. But um, Revy has yeah. One too. So speaking of bodies, yeah. Good segue. I'm gonna tell y'all the story of Annalise Michael. Okay. Um, she was the basis of the movie, The Exorcism of Emily Rose. Got it. This is the true story behind it. There were two other movies made about this as well, along with the Sex Pistols new band, Public Image, also has a song Hmm. about Annalise. That's exciting. She got kind of some notoriety from this. Um, so she was born in Bavaria, which is a section of Germany. Cool. In 1952. It's where all the chocolate comes from. <laughs> right. Right? 1952. If she ate more chocolate, this story might be a little bit better. Okay. <laughs> In 
Anyway, she was the first of four daughters mm-hmm. um, in an extremely Catholic family. I was going to say, Hell it's yeah. always the really Catholic people that get exercised. Um, three of her aunts were nuns and her, father, yeah. and her father was a priest. So like really inbred in that family. That is a lot of religion. So on top of all of that, her mom had an illegitimate pregnancy And the kid ended up dying fairly young from kidney failure. But just as a result, the whole family just felt crazy shameful and just like got extra religious for that. So like the most extreme religious family you can ever imagine. Did the mom do that before her family existed? I think it was like like... intermittent. Okay. Um, So uh, Annalise was pretty young when that happened. And they all like kind of just got crazy religious. Yeah. So dive deeper. It's working. Um, like an example to uh, repent for homeless people's sins. They all slept on bare, cold floors all winter. Ooh. So they were kind of like holding the sins of everyone on their shoulders. And she took it the hardest by far. Martyrs. How do they know that homeless people are sinning? Maybe they're all <laughs> yeah, good. Right. It's not their fault. That's a very generalization. Like Jesus was kind of homeless for a he while, was. right? He was like that was his homeless. whole whole deal. Yeah. This Let me crash true. on your couch, dude. Yeah. That's <laughs> what the disciples cross. were for. <laughs> Let me crash on your cross. <laughs> God, <laughs> damn. <laughs> anyway, fast forward to when she's 16, she has a severe epileptic attack, epileptic attack. And a doctor uh, diagnoses her with temporal lobe epilepsy. Okay. So I looked it up. Yeah. Is that at the front of your brain? Yes. And your temporal lobe is responsible for your emotions and Mm -hmm. your short-term memory. Mm -hmm. Right. That's where they lobotomize you, right? Oh, yeah. I think. I don't know. I'm surprised that's not involved in this story because it gets fucked up. So if you have a seizure there, you have feelings of euphoria, deja vu, and extreme fear. Okay. And Apparently, all of that sounds awful. Apparently, I was reading when the seizure comes on, when the seizure comes on, you feel like you either are about to go on a roller coaster or you have this like extremely eerie deja vu feeling. And then you have a seizure and you black out. Sounds like three pills of ecstasy. Yeah, it does sound like a drug. Or Um, like when a dog senses a tornado coming. And then while you're having the seizure, while you're having the seizure itself, you can act like you're unresponsive and your lips and hands will make purposeless, repetitive movements. Okay. So you're like, and it says like a picking up motion. So you're like. So this is a specific type of seizure that she's having. This is a specific type of epilepsy. Got it. Got it. And it's pretty extreme and it can cause hallucinations. So that's important. Okay. So after she gets that uh, diagnosis, they put her on epilepsy medicine. I don't know if y'all know anything about it, but it is always a nerve detonator. My mm-hmm. mom actually took some for a while and it's extremely potent. Like it kind of makes you really like loopy and you kind of lose touch with reality a little bit already. And she has epilepsy mm-hmm. and the medicine is not really it's supposed to help, but it also can cause extra hallucinations as well. Right. So then she tries to go to college uh. and becomes very withdrawn and starts praying a lot. That's what college will do to you. man. <laughs> right. Don't go. This one call was like most people experiment with drugs in this time frame. And she started praying like excessively. Study a in trade. College. Don't go to college. Uh, at West Germany's University of Würzburg. 
Okay. Um, so she starts praying a lot, and all her friends are like, this girl's weird. All My she roommate does is, is creepy. In a, right. All she does is pray in a room. My Well, your frontal lobe is what attracts you to religion. Is it? Really? Yeah. So whenever you are um, bipolar or you're manic or whatever, a lot of times if you have like a manic break, you'll start getting into religion real fast. Hmm. And you're like, oh, I'm super into this. Like, I really believe in this, this, that, like whatever it is, whatever religion it is. And then you get like hyper into it because you don't know how to like, you don't know what's going on with your head. Mm-hmm. So her praying so much is a lot like her being completely and so like for them to be like she's crazy like that makes sense yeah i would be did like, you well, turn I me down because i no, burped in the mic i'm turning myself down because i feel like i'm allowed but i can't really tell honestly ever. i mean i, I apologize no idea. everybody <laughs> um okay so she then starts to claim she's having hallucinations of seeing the devil who's telling her she's gonna rot in hell of course Just a pretty you know vivid hallucination um it's Crazy also says she keeps intermittently smelling fire and excrement and experiencing upper limb paralysis. She was shitting herself. So, well, um, also, I mean, if you can, what, like when you're about to have a heart attack or something, like you smell almonds and like yeah. part of your limb goes not your left hand, right hand, left, uh, left. I think it's your left because that's where your heart is. Sorry. Okay. Anyways. So for the next few years, she's in and out of psychiatric hospitals trying to figure out what's going on. She's on all types of antipsychotic and anti-epileptic medication. And she just keeps getting worse and worse. She becomes obsessed with atonement and rituals. Um, She reports visions of demonic faces, panics, and snarls at sacred images and has worse and worse seizures. She then supposedly goes on a pilgrimage where she goes by a cross and like freaks out and quotes, she was unable to enter the shrine. She she approaches it with the greatest hesitation and it smells like the soil was burning between her feet. God. What is burning soil smell? So a lot of like burning things are happening to her. Like obviously in her head though. So, at this point, her parents are like, I don't really know what to do. Mm-hmm. I don't We're even really know religious. her. Yes. We got other kids, right? Let's use them for this. Right. And, just and so they're like, on a, on a we don't really know what to do. Let's try maybe talking to some people that can do an exorcism. Mm-hmm. How old is she now? She's in college. So, so I'm going to guess maybe like, like 20 20? Okay. So... Uh, this article makes sure to point out any normal person would have diagnosed her with schizophrenia and multiple personality disorder at this point. But every religious figure she came into contact with claims she was possessed. So they then decide to enlist these two um, reverends, I guess, Ernest Alt and Arnold Rez, who got the permission from the bishop, which you have to do apparently for you perform any exorcism he said yes this woman sounds like the perfect candidate mm-hmm. go for it we've been wanting to do one of these lately let's try it out so they immediately stop all medical care of a professional no. medical doctor and they they just switched to exorcism so they just took her right off of antipsychotics and epileptic i think she's still on them but they weren't really doing anything for her she was just getting worse and worse and worse and then things get weirder too so they decide 
in the course of the next year do 67 exorcisms on this wow. poor girl. And they what? record a lot of them. So there's recordings out there if y'all want to listen. I don't. Um, I just clenched my so, butt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She claims, or they claim that over half a dozen demons were residing inside of her, including Lucifer, Cain, Judas... Emperor Nero, which looked up to Roman Emperor, yeah. and Hitler. What? <laughs> Get this. All the classics. Get this. Classic demons. One yeah. day, one of the exorcisms, she claims Judas said Hitler is not well liked in hell because he tends to be a bit braggy. Yeah. Oh, oh I, I remember. I also, I remember <laughs> I reading like, about what? this and how, and maybe it was just about exorcisms in general, but it's like, yeah, you know, the demons are always demons that you've heard of before or bad people that are just around. It's not like, really? Yeah. It's people aren't like, it's the spirit of, or the demon named Clinker Bottoms Scramplets. And he's as we all know from the Bible, yes, yes. <laughs> the classic biblical demon. Like it's always somebody that they've already heard of because it's not a real thing. So continue. So um, she started doing daily genuflections, which is when you kneel down on your knee, like. Uh, what happened to you this weekend <laughs> yeah and she did it so often she like wore off all the ligaments in her knees and oh. like didn't have knees anymore pretty much god this poor girl needs help. she had open sores all over her body scratched herself to bleeding mouth and nose were raw eyes deeply bruised here's a picture and her hair shredded she oh. was unbathed stank horribly urinated on the floor licked it up ate bugs ate dead animals ate coal on one occasion she got under a table and barked like a dog for two full days she's just girlfriend has, has lots of problems terrible terrible put her down yeah <laughs> well if i'm ever a dog <laughs> if i am ever like that just take me out back and shoot me okay thank you yeah noted so she I was already then, planning on doing that. So. <laughs> Even if I'm not crazy. Yeah, I mean, you know, if you just get a little <laughs> annoying. So she then stopped eating and drinking, claiming that the demon told her to do this. Um, her own family became afraid of her. The thinner and thinner she got, the more animalistic she became. Mm-hmm. During her very final of 67 exorcisms, which, by the way, were two to three hours long, two to three times a week. Wow. Also, if someone's constantly telling you you're probably possessed, you're going to think it no matter what. Yeah. Um, So in her very last exorcism, she was so weak and only 68 pounds. (gasps) Wow. Her parents had to walk her through the motions themselves. I mean, again, look at this picture of her. Yeah, she's... Um, so she ended up dying the day after her last exorcism due to dehydration and severe malnutrition, along with a high fever and pneumonia. Her final words to the exorcist were, beg for absolution, and to her mom, mom, I'm afraid. Ugh. <laughs> Gives me chills. She was 23 years old and only weighed 68 pounds. Wow. Oh, my God. I mean... I'm sure at the end of it, you probably have some clarity, kind of like you get, what's the, oh, like when once you see you're the light, to, yeah, and it's like, well, this is the end. Yeah. Jeez. Well, I did this. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. So 
rightfully so, the priest and her parents got charged with murder. Oh, shit. With murder. Um, And they went to trial and they had two sides, which was the, you know, religious clergy right. and then like sane people. Sorry. Yeah. Those no, don't need it's to be true. exclusive. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, and so they argued that like if she had just had like one sandwich almost like the last day, week of her life, she would have been fine. Mm-hmm. But she just hadn't eaten for so long. She deteriorated away. They got charged with six months in prison that got suspended to only three years probation. So Mm -hmm. no time served. There was an extreme public interest in this case. um, And doctors testified that she had psychological effects from an exceptionally harsh upbringing. And the bishop should also be charged. Yeah. He claims he had no idea she had a health problem. That Mm. motherfucker's like Charles Manson. He mm-hmm. orchestrated that shit. Um, and then mm-hmm. the, the last piece of fun stuff is two years after her burial, they decided to dig her up. Okay. <laughs> Who's they? Her parents. Oh, my God. To, they claimed they wanted to put her in a better casket, but they really wanted to see if she still looked possessed. And she didn't. And then they were like, cool, y'all are all crazy. Yeah, of course not. Because she, uh, whatever. That's... Just yeah, so like fairly normal chick. Yeah. Look how gross and terrible she looks at the end. I'm so upset. Ugh. Sores, like super skinny. Mm. Yep. Good God. Well, were they just not feeding her? Like it says she's eating bugs and stuff, but is it just because they that was like locked her up in like, a room? They repeatedly claimed she refused to eat. Okay. She didn't want to eat. She said. But this she, is all what oh, they said. She was. She kept saying that like she wanted to carry the sins of other people and like punish herself. Is what she kept saying. Right. Because that's how she was raised. Yeah. Yep. Ugh. To constantly feel bad. Not only for the bullshit you do, but the shit everyone else does. Yeah. <laughs> that's what Jesus did. That is. Praise him. <laughs> Praise be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well. That's unfortunate. When, what year did she die? 76. God damn. So not that long ago. No. Mm-mm. Not long ago <clears throat> at all. Well, I read somewhere too that like in the 1800s, exorcism was huge. And then it dipped for a while. And then for some reason, there was an influx in like the 60s and 70s. That sounds about right. So this Hippies, was like man. in that... Yeah, people are like frame fucking acid. <laughs> yeah, people right. are like, right? I see priest. demons. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, uh, speaking of demon, this doesn't have anything to do with <laughs> demons, but uh, it does have to do with humans. Oh, yeah. and we're all related. So this is the story of Walburga, aka Dolly Osterich. I think that's how you say it, Uh, who was born in Germany in 1880 and then got over to America when she could and married a wealthy textile manufacturer named Fred Osterich. So when was this? They got married. Let's see. I think in the. 20s yeah when you said textile manufacturer i was like this is some old shit yeah Mm -hmm. no they would have gotten married before that because if she was born in 1880 
yeah. So, well, maybe. Hmm. She was in her early 30s. She's a oh, housewife. Oh, so that's 1910. Yeah, 1920s. yeah. So 1910, 1920s. Yeah. She's a housewife. She's married to Fred. And Fred is kind of, you know. A real Fred. Yeah, he's a real Fred. <laughs> they live in Milwaukee. Ugh. Uh, they own an apron factory. There's your textiles. Mm. Uh, what a Fred. What a Fred. And Fred, you know, he likes to drink. He's also just kind of one of those, Friends. like, you're my wife. There you are. Do wife yeah. things. Yeah. So Dolly isn't, she's not your typical just be a housewife lady. She's kind of restless and it's starting to affect her. So in 1913, Dolly's sewing machine stops working. <gasps> oh, my. Uh, she calls up Fred and is like, yo, Fred, my fucking sewing machine isn't working. I need you to get someone out here now to fix this shit. And he's like, yes, ma'am, I will do that for you. No problemo. I'm about to go to the bar. So he sends a guy over. He is 17 years old. Hell hot yeah. Shit. His name is Otto Sanhuber. Ooh, oh, that hell yeah. hot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, Dolly figured she had, she thought that Fred was going to send over some type of teenager that worked at the factory. So she was And she for was teen? ready. She comes Swear to the door. Hot. No, yeah. So Dolly <laughs> comes downstairs to the door wearing only a robe and stockings. Ooh. Scandalous. And this is where it all begins. And Dolly obviously very easily seduces the 17-year-old. She's 33 years old. She's like, <laughs> oh my God, come that's on in. My age. Yeah, me too. Can you imagine even conversing with a 17-year-old? No. Like they're they're the guys that kill their parents. Oh my God! Children. This I is mean, I 1913. It is 1913. Like, so boys life, were working and, and life expectancy like really uh, short. Man, you are really okaying this yeah. situation. I have no are problem with this. To, no, you know, well, Ruby I mean, talks to 17 year olds all the does, time, constantly. <laughs> you know, statutory, not the greatest thing, but that shit. law wasn't probably invented yet. Is, Fine in Legal Texas. Consent, right? yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know about Milwaukee, but it's probably similar. I'm sure. I'm sure it's like 12 yeah. in Milwaukee. <laughs> so. Or where? Wisconsin? No, it is Milwaukee. Minnesota. Wisconsin? Milwaukee. Right? Oh, that's the whole state. I'm fine. Is it? No. No. no Milwaukee's it's not. not a state. Is it in Minnesota? No? I do not it. know that part of the world at I all. think. <laughs> This is embarrassing. This is why we need Karina because she fucking she knows where already shit is. Yelled at us. <laughs> she would have already yelled at us. Okay, Karina, so, we're sorry. I know. We, we're like, I apologize for being an embarrassment. Not in geography. Everybody. At and all. I, I feel think it's Wisconsin. You keep going. Okay. I'm I think it is. I think it is too. I know it's not Michigan. No, it's not. Uh, so Dolly and Otto start hooking up on the reg. They are going to hotels and trying to meet up outside of it, but it's happening so often that it's becoming super inconvenient, harder to hide. Like she's sick. Is it Wisconsin? Fuck yeah, it is. Hey, there you go. What's going on with Fred? So Fred, he's, he's at drunk the at the, he's just at the bar. Okay. 
He's drunk. He's, he's not throwing uh, up in aprons. Yes. He's <laughs> he's doing all the apron shit. So Dolly's like, you know what? How about we just have you come over during the day to our house and see how that goes. So that starts happening. And soon enough, obviously, neighbors are like, who the fuck is this kid that keeps coming over to your house while Fred is at the apron factory? And she's like, this is just my vagabond half brother. Like he's just here and comes and goes, whatever. And they're like, sure it is. And this happens a little longer. And then they start to neighbors keep being like, yo, Fred, did you know she has a vagabond half brother? Like, have you ever seen this guy? And Fred uh, is like, eh, and so, because Fred's probably fucking somebody oh, else. Oh, you Let's know Fred's fucking everybody. Yeah, I mean, it's Milwaukee. It's Milwaukee, <laughs> the land it's, of fucking. Yes, the the land of fucking and maize. I don't know, right? <laughs> like corn. Like corn. Uh, <laughs> is it like so cheese up there? In Wisconsin, yes. yes, it is a Kay. cheese place. So they're eating cheese. Cheese place. So. Uh, Dolly is like, you know what? This is too obvious. You coming and going. Fred is getting pissed at me. The neighbors see it. How about I set you up with a spot in our attic? Man, you just made her sound so gangster. Yeah, right. I'm going to set you up with a spot. I mean, she kind of is. So where was he living before his parents? I mean, probably? I don't know. He didn't really have any family. I assume he was probably in some type of men's Crust house. Band. Yes, <laughs> something like that. So Otto is like, you know what? I don't really even like my factory job anyways. I don't have any friends. I don't have any family. I just want to fuck. And <laughs> Dolly's like, tight, cool. move into our uh, attic. Fred will never know. So he does. And they are fucking in the house for five years Fred and has Fred no, does not know. Mess. He keeps like hearing things and he kind of thinks the house might be haunted, but it's not like he's not thinking, oh, there's somebody else living in the attic. No. I mean, who would I really mean, think that? I he never think- went up there like, oh, let me go get like this box of teddy bears. Mm-mm. You always hear about people that are like living in your yep. attic and shit. I check my attic like at least probably once a month just to make sure there's there no an crazy attic in homeless this house? people. Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely an attic. Who's in there, Whitney? Uh, What's his name? His <laughs> name is Notto Your Business. Notto? <laughs> yeah. Notto. Notto. Okay. So the thing about Otto living in the attic is that he literally, yeah, he can't ever leave. And he's apparently fine with that, this 17 to 22-year-old. He's into Pulp Fictions. So he spends all his time writing because he wants to write under, like, a nom de plume and submit his stories to, like, the L.A. Times. (laughs) And so he's like, all I do is write all night, fuck all day, this is my life. Good for him, honestly. Yeah. And yeah, that doesn't sound like a bad life. Dolly no. is like, cool, I'll bring you food yeah, during the yeah. day. You're my sex slave. I guess he's kind of like one of the original, yeah, gimps, sex slaves hmm. type of thing. So uh, it's the LA Times reported 
back when this all started coming out that at night he read mysteries by candlelight and wrote stories of adventure and lust. And by day he made love to Dolly and helped her keep house and made bathtub gin, which <laughs> great. I mean, you know, I'm when gonna try it. you get into the twenties and you have that prohibition, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. prohibition. bathtub gin, man. So this goes on. For a while, and in 1918, Fred is like, Dolly, I want to sell the house and I want to move to L.A. And Dolly's like, oh, fuck. Uh, Okay, well, hell, what am I going to do with Otto? And so she's like, I got it. Dolly picks out one of the only houses on Sunset Boulevard that has an attic in it. Like, attics were very rare in that part of California. But she happens to find a house with one. And she tells Otto, like, yo, sneak out in the night or something and you go out there before us. So Otto somehow gets from Milwaukee all the way to L.A. Yeah, trains. I guess Dolly was just like, here's a bunch of apron money. Go to L.A. Get your crust punk band. Yes. And Get on the train. Yeah. Just, I don't know. Beg for money. Do that. Wear your leather and jean. Uh, and jean. And jeans. So uh, he goes to L.A. And then Fred and Dolly move there later. And the affair continues for another five fucking years with him. <sighs> again, living in an attic as a sex slave, writing Pulp Fiction. Uh, he... On August 22nd, 1922, Otto hears this, like, real bad argument. And you got to think, like, fuck, he's probably heard so much shit <laughs> over yeah. the years. Like, he, he knows everything. Like, he's just this guy who hears and I've, everything. So he hears this particularly bad fight that Otto and Dolly are having. And he... Fred and Dolly. Or, yeah, sorry, that Fred and Dolly are having. Otto hears it from his attic shelter and he's like fuck this he leaves the attic he grabs one of fred's guns and bursts into the room where they're fighting and he he actually has two guns fred sees him and he's like oh my god what the what are you you doing here and then gets real pissed and so they start to fight and Otto ends up shooting Fred three times <gasps> and killing him. So Fred's dead. <laughs> and Otto and Dolly are like, oh, my God. Who's going to run the we apron got, factory? Yeah. <laughs> Who's going to run the apron factory? We have to get another sex slave for the attic if you're going to move into the house. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> what are we going to do with the body yeah. also? Mainly that is what their yeah. concern is. So how are we going to make this look like it wasn't our faults. So obviously nobody knows that Otto even exists. Dolly is like, all right, this is what happened. A burglar came in, stole some of our shit and locked me in this closet. And you're just going to have to take some of this stuff and flee almost. But it doesn't a hundred percent go out that way. So, he does put Dolly in this closet and he locks it from the outside. So it looks like there's no way she could have locked herself in this closet. So it definitely looks like a burglar 
came in, killed her husband and locked her in this fucking closet. And the police are like, this is kind of weird, but honestly, like we don't know how you would have locked yourself in the fucking closet. And so they don't hold her or anything like that. And after leaving for a little bit, Otto comes back and she moves into a new house and they, you know, you'd think maybe they're going to bring their relationship out into the open, but, uh, nope. Apparently this dynamic is very good for them. So he moves back into the attic again in her new house. When it's just the two of them? Yeah, it's just the two of them. Well, God but damn, Otto, still, you weird fuck. Yeah, he's still into uh, being up in that attic. I'm not here to kink shame, but yeah. you could have had a room. Yeah. yeah. No, you don't want to like sleep with her. You want to mm. sleep in the cold attic and at that's night. That's not the situation. He wants to ride at night. Yeah, yeah. It's true. Ride at he night. Ride down. in the day. Oh. Oh. <laughs> uh, so Otto ends up a couple of his stories actually do get published and uh dolly uh gives him a little bit of money to keep writing somehow and she ends up dating a new guy named herman shapiro and he is her lawyer so shapiro yeah shapiro sounds like a lawyer well yeah that's isn't that a oj right no. no, no, no. Shapiro is the woman who went after, right? She went after Durst. Uh, maybe. I think I think that's right. I trust you. Anyways, uh, everything always gets Fred Durst. Up. Fred Durst, <laughs> yes. So Dolly's dating Shapiro and, you know, she's doing that. She also starts dating this guy named Roy. Dolly. And Dolly just, you know, she likes to get around, which no shame in that. You do no. you. Uh, she tells this guy, Roy, she's like, um, can you get rid of this gun for me? Like, I, it reminds me of the gun that they shot my husband, Fred, with. <laughs> and... Roy's like, sure. So he throws it into the La Brea tar pits and he convinces some other person to like bury this, the other second gun in their, um, so hide yard. all evidence. Good job, yeah. Dolly. But still, I mean, it's been a few years now. Like, she's just she's trying to cover clearly, her tracks. Good job. Yeah. Kind of, you know, doing that. So Dolly ends up eventually breaking up with Roy and Roy is like, fuck you so he goes and tells the cops what dolly said to him and they pull they like drag the tar pits find the gun and they also go to the neighbor and the neighbor's like yeah they like asked to bury something in my yard they pull up the gun there too but both of them were so like corroded they couldn't be tied fully to her so we continue and Dolly is in jail. She's pleading with Shapiro to go buy groceries for Otto. She's like, Otto oh, fuck. is still in the fucking attic. Why won't he come out of the attic? He's he's there. Like, I guess I think she maybe locks him in during the day. <gasps> oh. So she's like 
bro Shapiro, who I'm pretty sure she's still fucking at this time. And he's like in jail. Well, she she had been fucking Roy and Shapiro and Otto. and Otto. <laughs> so she convinces Shapiro, her lover lawyer, to go buy bro- groceries to bring to Otto. And he's supposed to tap on the ceiling. OK, so he wasn't locked in. He's supposed to tap on the ceiling of the bedroom closet to let him know that's like the signal to come out. So she tells Shapiro that Otto is her vagabond half brother that's been living there secretly. And finally Otto comes out and it's him and Shapiro and Otto's like, I have to tell you what's actually been going on. So Otto tells Shapiro like, the whole fucking story the moving the accidentally accidentally kind of but killing fred murdering fred covering it up it all up doing all of this and shapiro is like i'm still pretty into dolly so i think you should just leave and i'm gonna get dolly out and you're just gonna Disappear. disappear So Shapiro goes back. He gets Dolly released on bail and he moves in with her. Shapiro does. He's like, finally, I got you all to myself. I got your attic slave out of the way. You broke up with Roy. It's all me now. To the attic house where Otto was and maybe still is. No, Otto left. Okay. But it's still the same house. Yeah. So seven years later. Dolly and Shapiro finally break up and Shapiro moves out and then tells the cops everything about the murder of Fred Osterick. And again, they get warrants, they arrest Dolly, and now they know about Otto. And they put out a warrant for his arrest, but nobody knows where he is. Uh... A jury ends up finding Otto guilty of manslaughter. Even, even though they don't know where he is. Yeah. So his they find him. Hold on. Yeah. You can charge someone that you can't no, find. They found him. Oh, OK. He I think. Sorry. Now I'm getting confused. Uh, I think he ends up coming back. Or they find him because he was in Canada for a little bit. And I think he comes back like he goes to Canada, changes his name, gets fucking married. And then they issue a warrant for his arrest and finally find him. So Dolly's arrested. Otto's arrested. A jury finds Otto guilty of manslaughter. And his defense is that Dolly had enslaved him. So I mean, if you really think about it, it is kind of like, I don't know, this 17 year old kid who has this Mm -hmm. woman come into his life. He says that he really loved her a lot because he kind of also felt like he was his mother, like that type of deal. The thing about him getting charged, though, is that like the statute of limitations had run out. So even though he was charged with manslaughter, it didn't fucking matter. He gets released. Because it had been so long. And people start calling him the Batman because he lived in the attic like a bat. And uh, (laughs) so he gets 
released and Dolly goes to trial on conspiracy charges, Mm. but also ends up getting out because of a hung jury. And in 1936, everything is just dropped and she walks free. That's it. And Dolly's free and Otto's free. And Dolly lives until 1961 and dies at the age of 80. Damn. Probably going out swinging as yeah, in with fucking. the bang. <laughs> but yeah, Otto, he just, he looks like the squirreliest little dude. Like he, I mean, this is an older picture That's of Otto? him. But yeah, like as a kid, uh, he, yeah, well, he was a kid. That's, that's Dolly. Mm-hmm. So she was. Dolly looks very German. Yeah, she does. And she's, yeah, she's, you know, she's not like super hot. Mm-mm. I mean, maybe in her 30s. Yeah, like we don't know her personality. It could that's be like, too. hey, baby. Obviously, she was real good at seducing <laughs> people yeah. and mm-hmm. fucking. So I don't know. I kind of have a, like knowing how many women got fucked over by men. It's kind of nice to know that a lady got to do it to yeah. a whole bunch of dudes. Yeah. Many dudes. I love how she kept like things happening and they were like, I love you. And then she was like, I'm breaking up with you. And they were like, cool, I'm going to tell the world your secret. Yeah, yes. people kept telling on her. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, it's fine. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Have fun. That, that's the story of Dolly Wahlberga. Osterich. Osterich. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. She's got on one of those cool, like, well, cool. I like that picture. The fox thing. Yeah. Very fur fox. She looks like a sack of potatoes in satin. She did. (laughs) She kind of did. So But with that hat I know. I'm I'm happy for her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, she had to have it going on somehow. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm sad that someone died, but... Same. But also, he didn't seem like he was given too much to society other than some aprons. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, aprons yeah, and were he pretty... Also, what the fuck bar was he going to in the 20s? I don't know. Well, I mean, Milwaukee. speakeasies. Oh. Speakeasies. The Milwaukee speakeasies. Yeah. Mm. Well, and Sounds like, like it said, I mean, I wonder if he was like... Who's making all this bathtub gin? Well, I'm going to drink it anyways. Yeah. Like, I'll just get She was probably up. like, I made it for you. I made you this I'm bathtub gin. You're welcome. Yeah, this is what I do all day. Broken. I clean the house and make you gin. I clean the bathtub, then make gin in the bathtub. Mm. Then you drink it. I'd drink it. I would too. If you went through the trouble. And it's distilled. I mean, I assume it's it's got to be distilled. That's how you make alcohol. So yeah, it's boiled. It's fine. Didn't some alcohol in Prohibition make you go blind, though? Yeah. Yeah. Like moonshine and cool. stuff. So that could happen. It's definitely it might a, be worth it. a dangerous process. Mm. I mean, I feel like you don't go immediately blind. You're like, is a build up? Yeah. I think you would probably know. <laughs> One sip. You're like, oh. Yeah. I oh can't God. say. Maybe. Fuck. This is good <laughs> shit, though, man. I'm yeah. blind. Well, can't get worse than this. <laughs> nope. I'm going to keep going. <laughs> uh, all right. Well. What did we learn? We learned. Kids are fucked. Kids are fucked up. And uh, I don't know. Don't fuck around with teenagers, maybe. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. They were all young. They're all, yeah. Take care of your bodies, whether they're possessed or 
uh, your dead parents' bodies or... <laughs> just take care of bodies? Just take care of bodies in general. Take care of bodies and teens suck. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. But teens, listen to us. Tell tell, tell, tell your, your friends. Teen, tell your cool teen Put friends. it on Snapchat and... Uh, Put a filter on us. Yeah. I, I don't know what else the teens do these days. Selfies. A lot of selfies. I feel like that's more of like a our age people thing yeah they're yeah, probably I'm more really out of touch now. with what kids do I'm not gonna lie i think that's okay yeah yeah i'm not upset it's all right <laughs> are you gonna be okay yeah i think i'll be fine okay well be good. that was weird brunch follow us on twitter facebook instagram at weird brunch and that's it out Bye. out out